This past Sunday during worship, we celebrated our high school seniors. In this episode, I'd like to say a few more words to them. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thank you for spending a little time with me today. Uh, I am taping this on uh, June 7th, and uh, just yesterday, Sunday, June 6th, we celebrated our uh, senior high um, seniors, and we sent them off with sort of a senior recognition day, which we do every year. So I have them on my mind, and I wanna say just a couple of things about that. Uh, one, I wanna lift up and reinforce um, and say again, something that Justin Delayden, our director of senior high ministries, said during the worship service to you who are seniors, which is that this is and always will be your home. And I just want to say that out loud and make that clear and explicit. I hope you have felt that as you have grown up here or whenever you've ended up coming here in your life. But I want to reinforce it by saying it again. This is your home home, and it always will be. To those of us who are not high schoolers and who are not high school seniors, that means that it's our job to remember to make our high schoolers, our middle schoolers, our elementary school children, our youngest children feel like it's their home. I think we do a reasonably good job of that here at St. Philip Deacon, but it's worth being reminded that we are called to welcome all of these people. And it's also worth being reminded of something that I say every year at confirmation. So that's for our ninth graders, which is that those ninth graders are not the church of the future. They are part of the church of today. And that's true for all of you who are seniors as well. Uh, we're grateful for the all that you've given back to this community, all the ways you have been part of this community, all the ways you've served this community and the world around us. And you have helped to make us a better church by your presence. And so we say to you today, thank you for that. And um, we also, and again, part of the point of yesterday's service was a little bit of ascending. We recognize that you're moving now into a next chapter of your life. Maybe it will be after the summer. Maybe that means you're going to college. Maybe it means you're going to vocational school. Maybe you're joining the military. Maybe you're taking a gap year. Whatever you're doing as a next step, is the beginning now of a lifelong pro uh, process of figuring out or discerning or listening to where God is calling you, what God is asking of you, how God is inviting you particularly to live your life based on the specific skills and interests and abilities that you have. I feel very uh, passionately about this point that God makes each and every one of us different unique. And I think it is our, our job, the job of a lifetime, to discern how God has shaped and formed us so that we can use our particular gifts and skills and be a blessing to the world. Um, so I want to conclude with a, a short reading. <clears throat> this is a book I've mentioned, I'm sure, many times before. It's called Wishful Thinking by uh, an author I know I've mentioned before, Frederick Beekner. It's a little bit like a, a little dictionary um, filled with different words that are kind of related to the life of faith. And this particular one, it's, a, it's actually a reasonably famous entry under the, the word vocation, which is simply a fancy word uh, that means calling. And it comes from the Latin word 
to call and it implies or suggests what we Christians believe, which is something similar to what I just said, namely that God calls each of us, each of you, um, to a particular task in the world. And it's our job to try, and it's not always easy, but to try to listen to that voice um, and live into that calling, right? So Beekner gives us a couple of really important ways to reflect on what is that calling for me. And again, as you high school seniors begin now this next step of your life, I thought it would be helpful to be reminded of this. So here's what he says, partially. Uh, By and large, a good rule for finding out what your calling is, is this. The kind of work God usually calls you to is the kind of work, A, that you need most to do, right? So the thing that interests you the most, and B, that the world most needs to have done. Um, so he says, if you really get a kick out of your work, your work you pre- re- presumably met requirement A, but if your work is writing um, ads for things that are bad for people, the chances are you've missed requirement B. Interestingly, he also says, on the other hand, if your work is being a doctor in a leper colony, you've probably met requirement B, but if most of the time you're bored and depressed by it, the chances are uh, you have not only bypassed A, but probably aren't helping your patients much either. So again, both of those things are important. Find what interests you, what gives you energy, and then uh, correlate it with what is it that the world needs. And when you find where those two things meet, it's very likely that you have found your true calling. And he concludes by saying this beautiful line, the place God calls you to is the place where your deep gladness and the world's deep hunger meet. And my prayer for you today is that you will be able to find that in the months and years ahead. And we wish you our very best and Godspeed in this next chapter of your life. Thanks as always for being with me. Stay well, be in touch, and God bless. Mm -hmm.